When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, April 17th edition. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, weather was good. You got some fun stuff to do. Who knows? Wherever you are around this wonderful country and enjoyed some baseball. We had tons of it. Tons of fun pitching on Sunday. Some aces out there, but offense galore because that's the world of baseball we live in these days. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BDentrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. I will help you as much as I can there. If not, find me in the Gaining the Edge Fantasy Discord. Become a Patreon member over there for as low as $5 a month. You get all my written content, including my DFS cheat sheets Monday through Friday, plus great content from Mike Curlin, Michael Simeone, and Jorge Montanez, getting you going for your season-long fantasy needs. I also, I also have the Bench with Bubba podcast, Bubba the Bloom podcast, and the First Pitch podcast. Tons of great stuff there, plus written content all over the place. So follow me on Twitter, and you'll get the goods in one spot. All right, we got nine games to kick off your week for you here on a Monday, starting at 7.10 p.m. Eastern time. Let's talk about some totals here. You got Phillies, White Sox, 7.5. Rangers, Royals, 7.5. D-backs, Cardinals, 8.5. Blue Jays, Astros, 8. Pirates, Rockies, Coors Field at 11.5 with a couple lefties out there. Braves, Padres, 8.5. Cubs, A's, 8.5. Brewers, Mariners, 8. Mets, Dodgers, 8.5. So it should be a fun Game, uh, day of games on the diamond as usual. So let's get to the pitching on this slate. Kevin Gossman leads the way at 10-2. Tough matchup, though, at the Houston Astros, and he will be pretty low-owned because I'll talk about the guy priced right below him. But Gossman has been outstanding this year. People have been concerned about the velocity being down. It's got up and down at times. He's being a pitcher. He's talked about it, and he's still getting a ton of swing and misses. He had 11 Ks in his last start. He's had at least 7 Ks in every start this season. Uh, three earned runs in his last start, zero earned runs prior to that, six innings in each start been very solid it's been detroit kansas city and st louis so he's got houston on tap here which is a little different but he's an ace and he should come in extremely low owned. so i'm intrigued in tournaments to get some kevin gossman action the reason why he's going to be potentially low owned on this slate is one jacob Degrom at 10-1 at the kansas city royals a royal team that strikes out a ton and Degrom is back folks 98 pitches in his last start six innings or more back-to-back start through through 92 or more pitches two run runs or less and he had a combined 20 strikeouts in those two starts. He's looking filthy. He's getting the job done. Now he gets the Royals. He can strike out in bunches. The Grom should be in your cash game lineups. He's going to be locked in in a ton of lineups. If you're doing single entries, I almost play him and just eat the chalk and, and go different somewhere else. But if you want to be different, you pay up for Kevin Gossman. That's that's the way you differentiate in the pay-up departments. You can always just not pay up. We talk about that all the time on this show. But uh, between Gossman and DeGrom, DeGrom's going to be super chalky. Much better matchup on the road in Kansas City and pitcher-friendly Kauffman Stadium. So you got that going for you. But at the same time, Gossman's been a beast. See how he does against the Houston Astros, who outside of, um, you know, my man Kyle Tucker and once in a while Jordan Alvarez, that offense is kind of quiet in Houston. So, yeah, you, you can navigate it, that's for sure. But DeGrom, much better situation. 
on that one. Zach Wheeler, 9,600 bucks at the Chicago White Sox. Wheeler hasn't been full Wheeler yet, but he looked a lot better. Six innings, one run, six Ks in his last start. Uh, he's thrown around 95-ish pitches. He hasn't gone over that yet. He's been 92 to 95 each uh, each outing, so they're kind of keeping him in that realm. Gets a White Sox, uh, depleted White Sox offense that you can pick and choose your, your battles with wisely in that scenario. So strikeouts should be there for Wheeler. Uh, most will still want Jacob deGrom for very good reason. But Wheeler, similar to Gossman, if you want to save some money and be different, you go to Zach Wheeler. Christian Javier has been struggling lately. I think he's a great contrarian play against Toronto. Toronto's offense, obviously, very good. We don't have to talk a ton about that. Javier's coming off a rough outing. His last one, a very rough outing. But when you dug into the whiffs and, and the important stuff uh, behind the scenes on Javier, he still looks very good. And that last outing, just results were not in his favor. So he makes for a phenomenal tournament play at 9200 bucks. I'd still go up to Wheeler or to Grom or Gossman. But uh, Javier, similar to Gossman, really tough matchup. Um, but unlike Gossman, Javier's been struggling, so he'll be getting even lower ownership in that one. A popular play that will probably be paired with Jacob deGrom in many places is one Corbin Burns. Somehow is still 8800 bucks at the Seattle Mariners. Yes, Burns struggled in his first two starts, struggled a lot. But he's an ace, folks, and he looked like an ace in his last start. Eight shutout innings with eight strikeouts and only 89 pitches. He could have went farther in that game, but they said, you know what? We got eight big innings out of you after struggling a ton so far this season. Now he goes into Seattle. Good offense. Not going to downplay Seattle at all, but if Burns is on, if he's fixed, which he looked very fixed in his last start, even like I said, behind-the-scenes stuff, you go look at the Savant page and the whiffs and the pitch mix and the velocities, looked much more Corbin Burns-esque than his first few starts. If he's back at 800 bucks, that is just criminal. So you're going to see a lot of DeGrom Burns lineups. They're both going to be the chalk plays up top here. I already told you how to differentiate. Javier, Wheeler, Gossman. But if you want to eat the chalk, make a difference with your bats, you're more than welcome to do so. Or if you think Burns is broken, play Seattle bats. That's an easy way to be different on this slate. Cheaper pitching, though. Max Fried is returning from the IL at the San Diego Potters at 8100 bucks. I am interested in this because I still think Fried is an elite pitcher. He went through his rehab. Really not supposed to be any setbacks, they're saying. We'll see. He only made that one start before he got hurt against Washington, so he hasn't maybe even fully stretched out. That could be a concern. But he's eighty one hundred bucks. Um, it's interesting. I don't. The biggest caveat is how deep does he get to go into a game? That's the only thing. If he's full go, this is a great price tag at eighty one hundred bucks. That's something I want to monitor throughout the day, and we'll discuss in the Discord. Jack Flaherty. This is my bugaboo. I've wrote him up like three or four times this past week, with waiver wires and risers and followers and different things this week. He looked. He's he's done it with smoke and mirrors in his first two starts. It's been really frustrating because. He's going like five innings, limiting damage, not getting a ton of strikeouts, walking. like He walked 13 guys in his first two starts, only struck out seven. And you're sitting there going, how is he making it work? Well, the velocities were down and all, this, all that good stuff. He goes into Coors Field of all places, and he threw five and a third, one earned six Ks, only one walk. And the velocity was better. He was locating better. The question is, is he fully fixed? That's the conundrum we have to deal with. The fun part is he's only 7800 bucks. And he's going up against the Arizona Diamondbacks, which is a decent team, not a great team. Um, but it's in St. Louis, another good pitcher's, or, uh, pitcher's ballpark. So Flaherty at 78 is another one of those really nice tournament plays. Like if you wanted to play DeGrom with Flaherty or even Burns with Flaherty, you are differentiating by playing Jack Flaherty against the Arizona Diamondbacks. So I think that is an angle to go to if you want to get cute on this slate. Hayden Wesneski is a guy I'm looking to go to at 6300 bucks. I think a lot of people will. He got shellacked in his last start against Seattle, had an average start at best at Great American Small Park. 
he had a great spring training. He's got a lot of movement on his pitches, lots of good velocity, and more importantly, he faces the Oakland Athletics at $6,300. So if you're looking for a punt, Wesneski is your dude on this slate, and that's pretty much the only one I'd want. Like I could see an argument for Jordan Lyles at 54 just for the ballpark factor, uh, but I'll, I'll say Wesneski is my dude at 63 if you need to go that cheap. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. So recapping your pitching, it's a fun top part of the board. Your contrarian plays are Gossman at 10-2, Wheeler at 96, Javier at 92. All really good contrarian tournament plays up top. Because you got DeGrom at 10-1 is too cheap against Kansas City. That's a criminal price. Should be locked in all cash and potentially your GPPs. And then you got Corbin Burns at 88 who looked Burns-esque, like I said. In his last start, if he's not broken... A Burns to Grom combo is just too easy and seems great. And the fact I say too easy should tell you something right there. But so keep that in mind in the back of your head. And then if you want to go to Jack Flaherty at 78, that is interesting. That is a very intriguing play. And you can pair him with Burns or pair him with the Grom and differentiate a bit there. Cause I think some are still off of the Jack Flaherty train. I am I've always been anti-Flaherty. If you listen to any of my season long shows, I didn't want to draft him, wanted nothing to do with him. But this is the beauty that I always say is why we play daily fantasy. You have your season-long teams. You have your daily teams. This is where you can play a guy like Flaherty. And if he's broken, you don't have to deal with him anymore in season-long. So you're fine. This is where it's fun, and he's a cheap price tag, so you can make that work one way or another. All right, let's talk about the bats on this nine-game slate. As you can tell, there's some mediocre pitching at best over about half the slate. So we're going to have some offense to pick and choose from. Um, JT Romuto bounced back on Sunday. That was good to see. He's 55 versus Lance Lynn. Not sure I'm paying that much for JTR. I'd rather pay... 4400 bucks for Sean Murphy versus Ryan Weathers. That's a great spot where if you're less facing lefties, really good spot to attack there. Again, if you think Burns is broken, play Seattle. Play Cal Raleigh at 4K. That's a, 
a good price tag. It burns his broken hook up the long ball. So Cal Raleigh at 4K in your contrarian Seattle stacks, zero problem with that at all. If you're going Coors Field hunting, you have Elias Diaz at 3700 bucks versus Rich Hill. Not too shabby there. I'd always like my cheap Jonah Heim at 3200 bucks versus Lyles. No problem uh, if you want to go some Jonah Heim. Uh, Jan Gomes, if he gets to start for the Cubs, I'm a big fan of this at 2600 bucks. Going up against the lefty Kyle Muller. Muller has done better at limiting damage to start the season, but he's still a lefty that can give up the damage. And Jan Gomes loves hitting him a lefty. So Gomes at 26 is a cheaper catcher I'd like. If Servants catch him for Colorado, he's only 24 in Coors Field. That's at least worth a look, uh, getting a cheap Coors Field catcher like that. Other than that, that's about it for now, barring some interesting lineups. First base, uh, you got Farito versus Javier, maybe. Paul Goldschmidt versus pitch to contact Merrill Kelly is interesting at 57. Uh, CJ Cronin Coors at 54. You got Matt Olson who can hit lefties just fine at 53. So those are all decent pay-up spots. But when you go below 5K, it gets fun. If you are attacking Lyles, you get Nathaniel Lowe at 4,400 bucks. I'm a believer in what Alec Bohm is doing this year. He's 4,200 bucks for Lance Lynn. He's first base, third base eligible, so you can go that direction. Uh, going cheaper, though, you guys know where I'm going here. Rowdy, rowdy boy. I hope you guys kept playing him when we didn't have quick quickets over the weekend because all Rowdy does is hit bombs when he's feeling it. And he's, I keep saying he's too cheap for a guy that has double dong upside. He would have like 40 points on Friday. Um, he's 3500 bucks for Chris Flexen on Monday. That's too cheap. Uh, he can go over with the best of them. But you don't have many guys priced down here that's going to get you 40-plus points once in a while. And Rowdy Rowdy can do that at 3500 bucks. so I'm a big fan of that scenario. Going below 3K, though, it's pick and choose. If you think Wesneski is not that good, Ryan Noda at 27, okay. Trey Mancini at 27 versus Muller, okay. I'd still rather get 3500 for Rowdy Telez if, if I'm going to go cheap at first base. Second base for you here. Yeah, Mookie Betts at 59 against David Peterson. The Dodgers are in a great spot. Peterson looked better in his last start, but he is not the man we thought he was. So I, I'd be very cautious there. So Betts at 59. I like Simeon hit a grand slam on Sunday. He's 54 versus Lyles. I'd rather find a way to get up the Mookie Betts or save some money. Like Ozzie Albies versus a lefty we always love. He's only 46 versus Ryan Weathers. That's a good spot for Albies. He's probably hitting fifth or sixth in that Braves lineup. Uh, Nolan Gorman, I keep playing him every single day, at least in one or two of my lineups. I usually play I play anywhere from one to four lineups every day. That's where I'm at, depending on the slate, what I like about it. Nolan Gorman, if I'm playing four lineups, is at least two of them. Um, he's 4100 bucks for Merrill Kelly. Gorman is just hitting and hitting well, and I love it. He's stealing bags. He's doing it all, so I'm a fan there. You got Bay of Pittsburgh probably leading off against the lefty Freeland. He's second base outfit eligible at $4,000. That's a good look. For you, Bryson Stott went deep on Sunday's 36 versus Lynn. Um, going down lower, 3Ks. Uh, Rodolfo Castro's way too cheap. Way too cheap on this slate. In Coors Field versus Kyle Freeland. Castro's second base shortstop eligible. And I will say this much before I go too much farther. Dyer work has done the, the, the work on this and many others too. But first games in Coors actually play to the under a little more. So keep that in mind. That'll be mentioned in Discord chats by Dyer on Monday, and he's very right on that. Very, very right on that. I still like the price points on certain guys. Like, I won't go crazy on the stacks, per se, but I like Rodolfo Castro's hitting, like, over 350 this past week. He's second-base shortstop eligible. He's 3200 bucks. Little power, little speed. I, I really like him a lot versus Kyle Freeland at that price point. Let me put it that way. Uh, going down below 3K, though, you got like, Bryce Terang at 2400 bucks versus Flex, and if you're stacking Milwaukee, that's a good value play. Otherwise, I'd look at Rodolfo at 32 uh, at the position, Lennon Sosa, he just hasn't been the guy we thought he would be, which is a big bummer. 
third base position for you here. Austin Riley at 56 for weather's outstanding. You got Arenado at 55 is playing really well of late. If you are fading Freed, Machado's 52. That's not bad, but I like Riley and Arenado up top. If I'm going there, Max Muncy's 4,800 bucks. It's lefty, lefty. I don't care if you're stacking the Dodgers. Muncy's a good leverage play because people will see the lefty, lefty and go the other direction. I mentioned Alec Bowen earlier at 4,100 bucks. Uh, Patrick Wisdom is on fire right now. I believe he has six home run of the season on Sunday. He's third base outfit eligible. He should be in the lineup versus the lefty bowler, and he's 3,900 bucks. That's outstanding. You could use that value at outfield or third base because you have Brian Hayes at third base at 3,800 bucks. He's playing very well right now. So this is why, like, I gave the caveat that teams usually play to the under the first game into Colorado. Two things: Colorado has been there, so it's not their first game. But second, um, Pittsburgh's too cheap. They're too cheap. Rodolfo Castro and Brian Hayes are both below 4K. That's and Bay's even cheap by 4K on the dot. Like there's some nice price tags in Pittsburgh. But I like the wisdom at 39. I like Hayes at 38. In those realms, um, cheaper plays. You got Elias Montero for Colorado at 33 versus Hill. If you want to attack Rich Hill, which is always fine, that is definitely an option for you. Um, cheaper plays though, I'm looking to see where they have him priced on this slate because I think he's going to be the minimum, and that is ridiculous if he's down here. I think, yep, there he is. See if Brett Beatty's in the lineup for the Mets. It's Dustin May. I don't, I'm not a Dustin May believer, but Brett Beatty's 2K. He was hitting 400 in the minor leagues with like five home runs and two stolen bases. Dude's crushing baseballs. He's two thousand dollars. He'll be super popular, and you should probably plug him into cash and look at him in GPPs. But I, I, contrarian wise, I like the wisdom. I like Brian Hayes. So there's options if you want a difference. But Beatty at two K, it's gonna be hard to pass that one up. Shortstop, you got Trey Turner at sixty one, which is fine. You got Bichette, but Dansby Swanson at fifty six versus Muller. I'm a fan of Willie Adamas at fifty two versus Flexen. Bogarts at fifty one. I like all of them. Swanson and Adamas probably the most in that group. Uh, Frenchie Lindor is only 48. He went deep again on Sunday. He's been playing extremely good baseball. So Lindor at 48, I like. Uh, Chris Taylor versus a lefty. He's outfield shortstop eligible for the Dodgers. He's 3500 bucks. I believe Taylor went deep on Sunday, so he's another guy. Rodolfo Castro, there he is, 3200 bucks. Second base shortstop. You got Von Grissom at 3100 bucks versus Weathers. Hits about seventh in that lineup, so he's another guy at a very nice price point. So you actually have some value at shortstop. You have the big dogs up top. But so many games, so many slates last week. It was all about up top, up top, up top. We have value at shortstop tonight, which is nice. Outfield, you'll have it everywhere. Acuna at 65 is an outstanding play versus Ryan Weathers. Uh, Jordan Alvarez in tournaments, sure. Uh, Brian Reynolds versus a lefty in Coors at 6K. I love it because no one's paying 6K for Brian Reynolds. I, I, I shouldn't say no one. I doubt anyone pays. But then again, the rest of the stack so cheap. Maybe they do. But bets at 59, love it, love it, love it. Talked about him already. Uh, Kyle Schwarber versus Lance Lynn's interesting at 56. Schwarber's heating up again, so he could be on a heater, and we know how Kyle Schwarber heaters go. So jump aboard while you still can. You got Juan Soto versus the lefty Freed. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't hate it. Say Suzuki's back. I don't know if he'll play against the lefty. Stay with Ian Haps. Keep an eye on both of them at 51 and 49. Uh, I think a Cubs stack is intriguing on this slate. Not my favorite stack, but definitely a nice contrarian late-night West Coast hammer type stack. Uh, mid 4Ks and below here, man, Tyler O'Neill probably sits again for sorority. This is a dramatic situation, and I got on bench with Bubba. I got Mike Curlin joining me on Monday night. And that was one of our first topics of conversation is what to do with Tyler O'Neill and that Cardinals outfield because it is getting crowded, folks. Uh, going down to the low 4Ks, uh, you got Loriano, yeah, maybe. But Patrick Wisdom at 39, love that price point. 
Brandon Marsh is on fire. He's hitting six in that Philadelphia lineup. He's 3,800 bucks. That's a great value. I don't even care if he's facing Lance Lynn. I like that. Uh, James Altman, if he's playing, is 37. Lars Newbar is back. He played in both games this week and stole a bag on Saturday, went deep on Sunday. He's 3,700 bucks. That is very cheap for his matchup. I like that one. And that's why the Tyler O'Neill conversation came into play. Uh, Chris Taylor is 3,500 bucks. We already talked about him. He's outfield shortstop. I like it. Um, farther down, Jared Kalenix, only 3300 bucks versus Burns. Yes, Burns is great. Kalenix swinging a hot bat. So 3300 bucks tournament play. I like it. I like it with Kalenix if you're not using Corbin Burns. Corbin Carroll, if you're not using Jack Flaherty, is 3100 bucks. Carroll hit his fourth home run of the season on Sunday to go with six steals on the season, hitting 288. He's playing very well. So Corbin Carroll at 31. It's it's fun. These outfield slates lately, it's like top heavy and then great value. And the middle's kind of murky. So you can really mix and match here with like guys like uh Carroll and uh Kellenick and guys like that. Uh going down below 3K now, you ha- you will have some. There's no doubting that. Like Jankowski's actually playing well for Texas if you're attacking Jordan Lyles at twenty eight hundred bucks, not a must play. Uh Brent Braden Rook uh, yeah. Rooker, Brent Rooker is twenty seven hundred bucks versus West Nisky. Rooker's just hitting all kinds of bombs right now. I don't trust it full time, but while he's doing it, you might as well enjoy it. Uh, in his scenario, yeah, like if you're stacking Pittsburgh, Smith Enigma is only twenty five hundred bucks. That's hilarious. Like at least price him up, DraftKings. Come on, man. That's just that's just crazy talk. Um, other than that, check your lineups. There'll be plenty of other options. All right, recapping your pitching on this slate, we talked about it. Your contrarian plays, if you're paying up, is Gossman, Wheeler, and and uh, Javier. Like those a lot. Your popular plays, and for good reason, is Jacob DeGrom at 10-1, best play on the slate, and then potentially Corbin Burns at 88. If you want a discount, you go Jack Flaherty at 7800 bucks in tournaments. Keep an eye on the pitch count for Max Fried. That's where we're targeting things at this point in time. Now, if you're stacking things up, Philadelphia versus Lance Lynn intrigues me. I'm curious in that one, just because I don't know if Lance Lynn's all there right now, and Philadelphia is heating up, so there's a lot of streaky hitters that you can ride on that team. St. Louis... First, Merrill Kelly is in play for you. Um, uh, obviously, Coors Field, both sides of it, but the Pittsburgh side is extremely cheap, so that's fun. The Cubs versus Moeller is interesting to me. Not in love with it, but very interesting. I like Milwaukee versus Flexen quite a bit. I like um, Atlanta versus San Diego quite a bit, and I love the Dodgers versus Peterson. So I like a lot of late-night offenses on this slate to go with some big boy pitching, and you can pay for the big pitchers easily. On this slate, so like I wouldn't be shocked if we see Degrom Burns with a Pittsburgh Pirates stack. That's like going to be your popular build right now. It's a really good looking build. That's why it's going to be popular. So we'll have to see how to differentiate when lineups come out and much, much more. But that'll do it, folks. First games of the week, Monday, April seventeenth, in the books. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at bdentrick, b d e n t r e k. Get all my work there, all my podcasts, all my written content, and go join Gain of the Edge Fantasy on Patreon, patreon.com backslash gt fantasy for as low as five dollars a month to get all your goodies there as well. But I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, April seventeenth edition. I'm out.
Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.